Hey friends, welcome to a special episode of Least Important Things. Earlier this season, I started a mini series series format called Lukewarm Coffee Chats. It's an opportunity for me to go deeper with the folks that I interview for my essay episodes. And I wanted to bring you this one because I received a lot of positive feedback from our Choosing Your Team episode, where I interviewed Terry Dahani. He's the creator and host of Blues Abroad, a fan brand for the Australian Rules Football Club, Carlton Athletic. We talked about why he chose to follow his team and the passion of Australian Football League's fans. And there was so much in our conversation that was on the cutting room floor for that episode that I thought I'd release our entire conversation. If you've never heard of Australian Rules Football, it's the national game down under. And while sports like rugby, cricket, and basketball are popular there, it's Australian Rules Football, or AFL, or the footy, as they call it, that is identified as Australia's national game. This is especially true where Terry lives in the southeastern part of the country. And in the city of Melbourne, where Carlton is located, there's eight other clubs all playing AFL. It's a really fascinating game if you've ever watched it before. Uh, I'm still learning the ropes, but my conversation goes beyond just AFL as a sport, but really goes deep to the core of the passion of these fans, why we follow teams, and Terry's connection to this beautiful club. Well, that's enough of me until you get some more of me. Here's my lukewarm coffee conversation about Australia rules football with Terry Dahani. First off, how's Carlton doing so far this year? It seems like they're like mid-table. Three wins, two losses and a draw. And uh, the two losses have come in the, the previous two games. So we're, there's, there's some issues right now. How long is the, se- the season go? Because it started in March, started in March. And it's, is it a game a week? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. One game a week, 23 games per season. You get a bye, so it's a twenty-four week season, and you get a bye in the middle part of the of the year. So, twenty-three games total. How how are you feeling about the season? If you had have asked me literally two weeks ago, I would have said we're going okay with some things to improve on, but at least we're winning games. So you'd rather win and learn. If you ask me right now, I'm at a loss for words because it's like. <laughs> It's like um, we've done so much in terms of changing the club, bringing the right people in, changing coach, changing president, CEO, and now all of a sudden basic fundamentals during game are not being applied. And it's just like I sense the cycle of negativity coming back right now. I sense the passion in you and the weight of it. Obviously, you have an amazing channel that you do. But how did this journey start? What was your connection with the club? How did you how did you become a fan of the Blues? I became a fan. It was probably more escapism from for me. Um, growing up, my first four or five years was tough. My dad left. Uh, he and my mother had a really toxic. Uh, the household was toxic, uh, and I saw some things uh, that were just not good for me. It was just a very bad place to be in. And um, I remember my mum took me to the footy. My dad had left at this stage, and she took me to the footy to watch Carlton and I just fell in love immediately with the electricity of the crowd, the passion. It's a very passionate fan base, a bit more European. And I remember falling in love instantly at that game. I was four years old. I don't really remember the score. 
I remember who we played, but I don't remember much other than just that feeling of, oh, I love this. I feel happy here and belonging here. And um, so I think it was escapism for me as a child. And then that just grew. I think once you grow up, you start loving the community and the club more than the individual players. So, yeah. How would you describe the club and the community? Emotional, passionate, very passionate, and loyal. I mean, we've had 26 of the worst years in the club's history. This is officially now the longest time in the club's history that they haven't won the championship. And we still have record number of members signing up every year, which is remarkable. Uh, So, yeah, very passionate, very loyal, very emotional. This is why I need to be a Carlton fan, because what you described is pretty much my history of fanhood for any team. That's what attracts me to any team, because that's what I grew up with. And I'm like, I have that's 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 it, because it's it's like going through pain together and and suffering. And And you talk to people all the time with your channel. Like what what is that like to connect with people, you know, whether it's the diaspora or just fans all over the world that that are cheering the team on? What is it? What is it like to cultivate that? It's very humbling. When I started the channel, it was just a podcast. And the idea behind it was we had come off a two-win season and I wanted to document every week the journey until we win the championship or the premiership, as we call it here. And it started just as that. And then over time, I guess the following grew. People were enjoying the content. I then brought on more people because I had built a bit of a platform and and wanted to share the opportunity with others. And so there's two levels to what's been cultivated. There's There's a network of creators that have now monetized their own channels and created pathways for themselves and, you know, younger kids out of high school that want some experience writing and creating content for their their life and their careers and then there's the the viewers the fans the community that have come together and we almost have therapy after a game now we're all together live streaming you know hundreds of people nearly a thousand people a week tuning live and we just sort of come together at the same space so it's humbling. It's humbling to see the impact. I can sometimes forget about the impact, no doubt about it, because I'm always looking ahead. But it's very humbling when you see the relationships that have been built through the community. That's so cool. And what when what year did you start the channel? Uh, the YouTube channel started in 2019, uh, but I was creating content, uh, both audio and video, from 2018. Wow, that's awesome, man. I, I just know as myself, like as a consumer. The, the idea of therapy I, resonates because there's a Tottenham channel that is, they describe it as therapy and it's like every week and there's a lot of therapy to be had. So like, I know it makes an impact because it's like a daily re- routine for me, especially if your team's terrible, which happens to me all the time. So it's, it's so cool. Uh, two, two quick questions. Uh, one, if you can, how would you describe AFL to someone, typically an American, who has no idea how it's played or the game? Wow. Dumb it down as much as possible. It's a combination of it's Quidditch. It's Quidditch. <laughs> it's Quidditch mixed with this. It's Quidditch that's played at the Coliseum, and you have 18 versus 18 on a field. And 
It's glorious. It's intense. It's a fast-paced game. It's a 360-degree sport. You don't have rules where you can only move forwards or sideways or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's Quidditch with a mix of football, basketball, netball in there. Amazing. Uh, and then last question. If someone wanted to get into an AFL club, obviously you're you're biased, but how do you think they should go about that? What 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 the, what should they be looking for in, in a club? Um, what, what's 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 attractive to maybe someone who is coming into the whole league and saying, "Hey, I want to choose that team versus this other team." Well, you probably want to do some research on the clubs and find the one that resonates with you and your story, or if you have a, a team that you support in the US, for example, one that's not dissimilar. Carlton's a very historical team, historically the most winningest team in the, in the league right now, 16 championships, which is the most. So there's a bit of that Liverpool, Manchester United type to the club. There are clubs that have come in in the last six years. There are clubs that have come into the league in the last you know 15 years, so there's, they're newer, but I think you need to you need to definitely resonate with the the club and what it stands for before you just jump on a team. Now, I'll, I'll obviously say come to Carlton, but realistically, that's not going to work if you don't align with the values of the club. It makes sense because the pa- it's such a passionate fan base that you're entering something that's not very casual. It seems like hell no. <laughs> <laughs> which i appreciate as someone who loves sports like that's i appreciate the insanity uh, I, I love casual fans but it's more attractive to be with the people and go through the the muck and the the the, the day-to-day pressure good pressure of, of being being a, a supporter so yeah that's awesome okay so who would be carlton's american sports team equivalent <laughs> I'm trying to think. My first instinct is potentially for the NFL is Dallas Cowboys. Very historic, iconic, but have suffered the last probably 10, 15 years. That's one that comes to mind. That's exactly. That that is a common comparison that we get from the Aussies here that watch the NFL. We are certainly the Dallas there's a lot of Dallas Cowboys about us. Got all the resources financially very sound no issue there but there just seems to be something deep that happens within the club that affects the on-field performance it's almost like a it's almost like a curse Mm. Uh, i love it i love it (laughs) i feel like i need to see it live to really you need to to come and see it you need to come and see it you'll love it i'll take you with me you'll you'll love it i know you will Special thanks to Terry for sharing about his fanhood and life as a blue supporter. You can follow what Terry is doing on YouTube and across social media at Blues Abroad. We are wrapping up season one of Least Important Things. We have a new essay episode coming out next week. But remember to stay connected with us. Follow me on social media at Luke H. Ferris. Go to our website, www.leastimportantthings.com or email us at leastimportantthings at gmail.com. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.